Well, a few weeks ago, Andre Bocelli came to town. And uh, if you don't know who Andre Bocelli is, I'll tell you a little bit about him in the homily. But he's the most famous tenor singer of our age. And I wanted to see him so bad. But tickets, of course, were really expensive, and I'd kind of given up hope on seeing him. And less than a day before the show, I get a phone call from a good friend, and she said, we have an extra ticket. Do you want to go? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> So I was able to uh, change all my plans and go see Andre Bocelli in concert, and it was such an amazing show. He sang, uh, my favorite song is that Time to Say Goodbye, uh, such a wonderful song. He sang the prayer, so that was the song that he sang originally with Celine Dion. Um, he sang, the newer song that he sang is uh, it's called Perfect Symphony. He did that with Ed Sheeran originally, so he, sang, he sung with some of the, the most famous people of our time, Josh Groban, Pavarotti. He sang before all three of the popes that I've lived with. So John Paul II, he got to sing for and meet him. Pope Benedict XVI, he got to sing for and meet him. Pope Francis, he got to sing for and meet him. So he truly is a legend of our time. And I want to talk about what it means to be given a gift like that, to be given a voice. The first time I had heard his song was in 2004. I was doing a cross-country trip just by myself kind of going through those questions about what am I going to do with my life, and I just got in my truck and drove across the country. And uh, I happened to stop in uh, Vegas because that was on the way, and I went to the Bellagio Fountains, and that's the first time I ever heard Time to Say Goodbye, and it totally uh, touched my heart. I was discerning priesthood, uh, whether or not to go uh, continue on with priesthood, and um, it really gave me this sense of time to say goodbye, of letting go my former way of life, and really embracing the call to priesthood. What I didn't know, and, and the first time I saw him on TV, he never looked at the cameras. He was, he was always looking down, and my mother was watching with me, and she said, what's wrong with him? He won't even look at the camera. Well, Andre Bocelli's blind. And so I said to my mother, Mom, he's blind. He can't see. And that was one of the most painful things of his life that was taken away from him as a child. And so as we enter more deeply into the season of Advent, it's a season of looking for the light in the darkness. When he was uh, a child, he was diagnosed with glaucoma at five months old. And so he could barely see when he was younger. It would be all blurry and he'd kind of walk around. And then he became completely blind at the age of 12 when he got hit by uh, a soccer ball. In Europe, it's a football. And he got hit by that playing with the, with the kids at the blind school and he went totally blind. And for him, that was a devastating thing. But at that time, he began to be very frustrated because uh, he was totally blind at that time and had to learn how to do everything anew. And there's a scene, they did a movie of him recently on, uh, on Amazon, and there's a scene of him in the hospital, and he puts his ear to the wall. And his mother looks at me and says, what you, child, what are you doing? And she goes over next to him and she puts her ear to the wall and she hears music. And one of the, the blind uh, teachers there was, was a great singer and pianist. His life began early on actually with drama. There's a beautiful vid video where he is playing piano. This came out a few years ago and he's telling the story of being carried in his mother's womb. And he told the story and he said, before I tell this, I just want to say that I tell it because of my personal conviction as being a Catholic. He said, I'm not only fi fighting against something, I'm fighting for something. And he said, I am for life. 
He said, as I sing and play and talk during this video, I want to help comfort those who are afflicted, those who are in difficult situations. I want them to know that they are not alone. Life is hard, but we need to listen, and to listen with our whole heart. And this is the story that he told. He said when his mother was pregnant, the doctor suggested that they abort him because he would be born with a disability. He goes on to tell the story of how the doctors had to apply some ice to his mother's stomach when the treatments ended and the doctors suggested that she abort. And they told her it was the best solution because the baby would be born with some disability. And he goes on to say, but that young, brave wife decided not to abort, and a child was born. He said, the woman was my mother. I am partisan, but I can say she made the right choice. He told the story so that he could encourage people that are going through difficult situations. He shares his life story because he wants people to know that despite any brokenness, despite any disability, despite any blindness, there is love and there is music and there is goodness in this world. He, the video came out about a, a year and a half after he had recorded it, so it kind of surprised him because he was just recording it to, to promote his, his nonprofit that helps people in Haiti. We hear in the scripture passage today, the Lord has removed the judgment against you. The king of Israel is in your midst. You have no further misfortune to fear. It wasn't until Andre Bocelli was in his early 20s that he met his maestro. Before then, he didn't know what he was doing. He was playing in piano bars. He didn't have a lot of direction in his life. Uh, people had told him his voice wasn't that good anyways. And so he was kind of uh, really struggling until the maestro came into his life. And he took him on as a student, and he promised him that if he followed everything that he did, he could make him the greatest singer in the world. And so the maestro uh, took him under his wings, and there's a beautiful scene in the movie where Andre's recording his first record, and because he can't see the distance from himself to the microphone, the maestro would just put his arms on him and kind of guide him back and forth so that he would be at the, the right position. And at the end of the recording, when Andrea Bocelli finally makes it in the world and becomes uh, a success, he says to his maestro, can I give you a hug? And he hugs his maestro. These scripture readings today begin and end, the first passage begin and ends with singing. So it starts with brothers and sisters rejoice always in the Lord. I shall say it again, rejoice. Shout for joy, daughter Zion. Sing joyfully, O Israel. So it starts with the command that we sing joyfully and rejoice, and then it ends with God rejoicing in us. It says, he will sing joyfully because of you, as one sings at festivals. It's so important for us that we rejoice even in the midst of difficulties. This Sunday we celebrate Garete Sunday. We wear a rose because we're rejoicing that the Lord is near. But sometimes he comes to us, oftentimes he comes to us, in the midst of our suffering. 
and he comes to us in silence. There's a phrase in the first reading that says, he will renew you in his love. Now, Andre Bocelli never regained his sight, but he was renewed in his spirit. And you, if you see an interview of him now, he is the most happy, the most grateful, the most joyful man for the gifts that God has given to us. And so that's not to say that we won't struggle with difficulty. But if we have this faith of Jesus Christ, if the Lord is in our midst, if he's renewing his love for us, it's a whole different playing field. We can see the, the world with great joy and great wonder. The Hebrew word for this says it's a silent love, and it renews you in his love. So this silent love that was within us is renewing us. The movie that they made about Andre Bocelli was called The Silence of Song, because his maestro made him be silent so that he could hear better. Now, can you imagine that? Not only was he blind, but he had to be silent in order for himself to sing. So as we draw towards Christmas, as we draw towards the end of the world, the coming of Christ the King into our lives, let us be renewed. Let us be grateful that our mothers, too, gave us the gift of life, that they made the choice to have us, our mothers and fathers. Let us be grateful that even if there's difficulty, difficult things in our lives, even if there's challenges, the Lord is constantly renewing us in our inner self. And let us realize that you have a maestro. You have somebody that believes in you. You have somebody that promises if you give him everything, he will make you the best that you can be. And that maestro is Jesus. Because Jesus is constantly guiding you, constantly has his, his hand on your shoulder, constantly embracing you, constantly with you. And so no matter what our disability is, no matter what our struggle is, we can rejoice and be glad and sing and praise because we have a maestro in Jesus.